mind. Why he gave us mind? Huh? To think. Why we are not thinking? Are we thinking sometimes? Sometime. You think in work. And you think how I can not to pay my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> But never you think how I am going to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So thinking is good for your dunya, is good for your akhirah. And make you to remember all this agony that uh, you can see in different countries around the world. And see these children orphans, no parents. It's not easy. We go to Indonesia and we see these orphanages. Children, no father, no mother. Being raised by, alhamdulillah, pious people, take care of them. Like the orphans, the major one that we go to visit every year, has 2,800 orphans. And um, uh, girls and boys, separate. And they teach them, to, they raise them on Islamic, uh, Islamic way, but also with the scientific, science, secular studies. So they finish their high school directly to college or universities. And you see these girls and these boys, and at night, no father, no mother. Mafi Hanni. Nobody compassion. No, no, nobody. Nobody gives them love. They're taking care, alhamdulillah. But there is no one to give them love like a mother gives love to her daughter or to her son. So no, no, no one will take care of them not only taking care of what they dress or what they eat, but people need to be loved. You have a cat at home, mashallah, you have one or two. You have two cats at home, and you show them love more than you show someone else love. So think about, that's why tafakkuru sa'atin, thinking for one hour, is like, Allah will reward you like worshipness of 70 years. It's good for us also then to think every day. Ask Mr. Ziyad how many hours he used to think to give someone a loan. Yeah. Hours or days? Months. Months. To give someone a loan. 
in order to make sure that you will, you will make uh, the right decision. Okay, what do you think about thinking uh, how much you need to think in order to build up your safety savings in the bank of Akhirah? Everyone has Allah gave everyone Allah gave him a bank and that bank is what is written on your right shoulder and what is written on your left shoulder is what the expenses the expenses <laughs> the expenses how much you are losing from from the right side But this is the expenses the Prophet ﷺ said that I observed the amal of my ummah. If I see good, I thank Allah. If I see bad, I make istighfar on their behalf. So the expenses is by Prophet ﷺ intercession will be stopped. <coughs> They will not let you to lose for what you have saved. So that's why every amal you do, at the end, wrap it with salawat on Prophet, means it is in the hand of Prophet. Shaitan cannot approach it. But if you leave it in your hand, it will leak out and disappear. So people don't make by this hadith, don't follow this hadith. If they follow this hadith, they live happily to think about uh, about their what they have during the day what they have done and what something better they can do next day uh, Maulana Sheikh Razum may Allah give him long life he said one time Grand Sheikh was telling him, uh, not one time, but all all sahaba of Grand Sheikh, is he says that that in Islam we have five hundred orders, ma'murat, and eight hundred forbiddens. Eight hundred forbiddens. And these forbiddens he ordered Sheikh Nazim to go into seclusion and count how many forbiddens that he can recognize of the 800. Normal Muslim like <coughs> us, how many they can count? of forbidden 10 15 20 100 huh? can you count you too many <laughs> uh, how many if you are a great scholar you cannot count more than 50 60 
forbiddens. Everyone knows the forbiddens are pork, or wine, anything that makes you drunk, or eating, eating the dead animal, uh, playing uh, what you say? gambling, killing, cheating, uh, stealing. What you want to count more than that, more than 10, 15, 20, and then you cannot anymore. He said, I entered in the seclusion and I began to audit myself since I was young to today. Came with me that I was able to detect 167. Uh, Forbiddens. 167 forbiddens. Still to the 800, long way to go. If you cannot, if you, if you are able to count 100 forbiddens and you stop them, Oh, you will be, uh, you will be, Allah will open in, uh, in your heart visions and inspirations and all kind of things that you can help the whole ummah. When you are able to count how, how many forbiddens you have done in your life, or how many forbiddens that you think that they are bad and to stop doing them Allah will reward you with rewards that you cannot imagine we mentioned yesterday Husnul Khuluq when Prophet mentioned to Abu Hurairah about Husnul Khuluq and Abu Hurairah said Ya Rasulullah what what are the what we can do to know that Hasan al-Khuluq, to improve our good manners. Hasan al-Khuluq is the good manners. First he said that Antasil man to connect with the one that cut you down. And he harmed you, he cut you down he said bad things about you. What Prophet is saying? Go and make peace with me. It's not me that I have to make peace. People will think. That person has to make peace. But Prophet said from Husn al from the good manners, you go. It means, what Prophet gives you, take. Don't ask questions. Might be from when you are first to approach the one who <coughs> made enmity to you and come to him with a flower, he might open back with you and you might build bridges. So Prophet wants people to build bridges, to unite. يا أيها الناس إنا خلقناكم من ذكر وأنثى 
We created you from male and female, and we made you nation and tribe to to make marifa, to to relate to each other, to know each other, to learn from each other, to think good about each other, to praise each other, to help each other, to look after each other. Too many to unite with each other. Are we doing that? One family and another family they fight. Brother and brother they fight. Assalamu rahmatullah. Brother and brother, they fight with each other. Sister and sister. And Prophet Allah in the Holy Quran saying, build bridges. Ta'arafu. Ya ladina amanu. Inna khalaqnakum min dhakari wa unta wa ja'annakum shu'uban wa kabaila li ta'arafu. I've made you male and female. And make you different tribes. To get to know each other, get to look after each other means that to build bridges with each other. And anything that you f feel necessary to help in making each other in a better community, in a better society, is an order in Islam. And not only that, it is an order in Holy Quran and an order in Holy Hadith when they speak people about interface, want to do interface, interface. It's an order in Islam on every person to do interface. It's not, it's not you are doing it because Oh, out of uh, building relationship. No, you are under obligation. Because when Prophet ﷺ said, I have been sent to complete your good manners. I have been sent to improve you and to complete and perfect your good manners. And said to Abu Huraira, you have to 
have to follow, to carry the good manners. He said, what are the good manners, Ya Rasulullah? He said, Antasil man kataak. Who cut me? Uh -huh. Broke the relationship. What you said? Break the relationship. Who broke the relationship? Who? Whom I have? Who is the one that is the far, the the far one, the farthest one from you? Uh -huh. Not your community. And Tasir Mankatak here to also the meaning not only to build what bridges between your family or your children or your brothers, but to build relationship with different communities that they have cut you. Like Jews does not believe in your prophet. Build relationship. Look how much is difficult. He's telling you build relation with them. Christian doesn't accepted the uh, the Jews does not accept Jewish people does not accept the Christian Christian order is to build relationship Christian and Jews does not accept Islam Muslims Muslim they have to under obligation to build bridges with them which is difficult it's not easy You, ha you go through too, too many different ways in order that to build relationship. And Allah said, we have made you nation and tribes. Allah cannot make you. وَلَوْ شَاءَ رَبُّكُمْ لَجَعَلَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدًا وَلَوْ شَاءَ رَبُّكَ لَجَعَلَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدًا If Allah wishes, He would have made you one nation. But He didn't. He makes you different nations because he knows in different nations there is broken connections. He wants to see how much you can build bridges. Is the whole universe, the whole creation is under a test, Allah's test. Who is going to listen and build bridges? Not to go and blow each other different people, they blow each other. So, interface is within the religion. It's not outside the religion. Because we are all the same. What is the most, what is the thing that makes us different? Yeah. What makes us different from each other? What? <laughs> the biggest problem that makes us different is our head. <laughs> if you take everyone's head, everyone is similar. Any difference? What, where is the difference? It's the head. Take the head. Everyone the same. So it means 
In the head, there is something wrong here. Psychiatrists and psychologists, they have to study what is wrong here between people. So all our problems come from here, not coming from anyone else. And all desire is here. Look an example, mashallah, you have, I'm looking at the table, you have arranged food for everyone. How many different type of food? That's it. You don't do one, you make many. But one or many are equal. Why they are? Why they are equal? Because what you eat is what you what make them different is the taste. Yeah? If all they taste similar, it's it's one dish. If you bring dal, because everyone likes dal, <laughs> uh, lentils, and this plate lentils here, you put on top of it parsley. On the uh, other one, you put on on top of it what's coriander? Coriander. coriander what's that? Cilantro. Cilantro. The other one put a little bit tomato. And many different, make like 10 of them, put on the top different things. You, you, you think there is 10 dishes, but it's one dish. Whatever you are going to take is the same taste. So the difference in taste is from here to here. When it goes in the esophagus and one to the, to the uh, stomach, it's the same. We are fighting for from here to here. The whole fight. So communities or different religions, if they build back, as Prophet said, to connect with the one who broke with you. Who broke with the with the Muslim, the other beliefs. Who broke with the other beliefs? The beliefs before. And Prophet said, connect. And then he said, and to forgive who oppressed you. Ya Allah Akbar, how I can be forgive who, opp who oppressed me? Who backbited? Wala tajassasu, wala yakhtab ba'dukum ba'da. Ayuhibbu ahadukum an yakuda rahma akhihi mayta fakarihtumu. Don't spy on each other. Don't backbite each other. Don't spread rumors against each other. Do you like to eat the flesh of your brother raw? You are going to be disgusted. So when someone harm you with all this, you feel him the biggest enemy. So what Prophet is saying? Forgive him. Allah. 
There is secret behind it. We don't know. But might be we can understand that you will be rewarded. Something that since Prophet is saying this means there is a reward behind it. If you are patient and you forgive him of what he has harmed you. How many Muslims are harming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He tells them do this, they do the opposite. Still Allah is forgiving them. Yeah. Allah forgive anyone who repents. Look how much he is teaching us adab. I'm forgiving you. Forgive the, uh, the one who oppressed you. You oppressed me. Allah says, you oppressed me by following shaitan. Your enemy, you are following your enemy. Still I am forgiving you. Why you are not forgiving your brother? If everyone forgive his brother or his sister or the community, there will be war, war will disappear. And then, to give the one who cheated you and took your money. I'm going to give someone cheated me, took my hundred thousand dollars and I have to give him what he wants. But Prophet knows behind it Allah might give you treasures of heaven, treasures of akhirah, better for you. So we go back to where we begin. Prophet is coming with all this to teach us how many bad manners means how many forbiddens are there. Stinginess, hate, enmity hate, uh, uh, jealousy, all these bad characters are, you can count them as forbiddens. The trunk of the problem in this world, the, the, the trunk of all problems, of the tree of problems, is two, is anger, and arrogance. All bad manners, all the branches of the tree are coming from the trunk which is anger and arrogance. These two are the main problem. You get angry at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you are arrogant 
Why you gave him more than you gave me? Why he has better than what he, I have? If Allah wants you to have better, he would have given you better. So you have to accept what Allah has given you. If you accept what Allah give, gave, what Allah gave you, you'll be happy all your life. If you go to California, I was one time driving through San Francisco, and you know you come under these bridges, what you call them, highways, over, yeah. so there are a lot of homeless, they are happy, they are living under these highways, bridges, but I saw one that is, that was a rich homeless. He is living under three bridges over each other. He made his house under the bridges from corrugated box, carton, and make his house under the three levels. I was happy. Discussed for him. <laughs> He's still homeless. He's happy. How many times I saw in San Francisco, not here, I saw homeless they go to garbage cans, they look to find food to eat. And we are not happy with what Allah has given us. Go to the hospital and see and then come and speak and say if you're happy or not happy what about uh, you, yourself. Happy with what Allah gave you or these in the hospital are happier? We have to thank Allah every moment in our life. And Allah said, you thank me? You want to thank Allah with no return. What he gave you, you say, Allah, Rabbi, shukra. But he said to you, Ah, oh, you thank me, remember me now? Okay, la azidannakum. I will give you more. Wala in shakartum la azidannakum. You are thanking me, I'm going to give you more. Make you more happy. In dunya and akhirah. That's our life. And Tassel, Mankatak. Another example of that. There was a Jewish man that. Prophet went to him to asking him to make for him a ring. Why Prophet has to ask a Jewish citizen in Badina to make for him a ring? 
There are too many. They can make for profiteering. But she wants to extend and tassim man katan. The one who cuts you, connect with him. Prophet wants to show up. Prophet is the most humble. Are we humble? He is the most humble. He wants, and he, he is the seals of messenger, al-insanul kamil, the perfect human being that Allah created, went to a Jewish city resident or living in Medina, say to him, make for me a ring. The seals of messengers, the highest level that Allah creates from human being, going to a person and say to him, instead of that person coming to him, he is going to make a ring. The, the Jewish man was so happy that all oh, prophet of Islam came to me, of Muslims came to me to do the ring. I will do the ring. And Prophet said, make sure that you write on it, La ilaha illallah. So the Jewish man made the ring, finished. Now he came to Prophet's answers. Someone coming to Prophet. You think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send him to hellfire? He's coming to Prophet. He did a service to Prophet. And gave him the ring. And Prophet took the ring and saw on it written, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah. He wants to say to the Jewish man, I asked you to write La ilaha illallah. I didn't ask you to write Muhammad Rasulullah. Because Prophet he wants to praise his Lord and to, uh, to say, Ya Rabbi, I believe in your oneness. And I mentioned the most beautiful name that you like, Allah. So I want on my ring to be written La ilaha illallah. That I am praising you and I believe and I thanking you so I want La ilaha illa Jibreel came and he said Ya Muhammad you chose the best and loveliest name of Allah to you and you put on the ring and Allah chose the loveliest name for him and put on the ring which is Muhammad you chose Allah as the loveliest name and Allah chose Muhammad as his loveliest name. The Jewish man took Islam immediately. When he saw Muhammad Rasulullah, he didn't write it. Allah gave because when you connect with the one who cut you, he will accept you. But we are not connecting. We are not trying to build relationship. 
because of what? Oh, our head. The problem is here. Up. If I take your head and take his head, put his head on your on your body and your head on his body. You still be Zulfikar and you still be Ali because the head is the most dif difficult to fix. The others, they follow the head. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to connect everyone together in order that he will be happy because all of us we are his creation I'm not better than you you are not better than me as Prophet said the people are equal like the teeth of the comb equal لا فرق بين عربيين أو عجميين إلا بالتقوى. There is no difference between Arab and non-Arab, non-Arab, except through righteousness. You know Arabic or you don't know Arabic. That doesn't matter. What matter? Righteousness, sincerity. You are Pakistani. You don't speak Arabic. You are Turkish. You don't speak Arabic. You are Syrian, you speak Arabic. You are Saudi, you speak Arabic. There is no difference. The difference is the what, if you are sincere or not. What makes you sincere? From here and down? From your neck and down make you sincere? Or up from neck and up? Sincerity comes from... <coughs> what is from our neck and up what is in the head piety comes from here and up desire from here and up all kind of manners is from here and up if that doesn't work all the body works according to the head So we have to be open-minded in order that we have to pave the way. There was a Jewish one, Jewish person. He is a pious person. One day opened the Torah and was reading. And saw the name of Prophet in the Torah. Popping up. He saw it in four places in Torah. He, he, at that time, Torah was written on, not on paper, but written on leather. So he Kashataha. Scraped it, scraped it. Took the name of Prophet Sallallahu out. He said, Alhamdulillah, took his name out. Next day, open Torah to read. Uh, 
he saw name of prophet in eight places. Got upset, took and script, script it, script it. And the third day opened Taurat, he saw the name of prophet in twelve places. Closed the Taurat. He was in Sham because they were living in Sham and moved to Medina to see Prophet. <coughs> he wants to connect. When he saw the reality, he wants to connect. We see reality, we don't connect. We see what we did was wrong. We don't try to connect with each other. So this Jewish man wants to connect with Prophet when he saw the reality in Taurat. Taurat has mentioned about Prophet, Injil has mentioned about Prophet, Bible, and still we are trying to disconnect ourselves. No. Let us be the first to connect. So he went to Medina, entered Medina, asking, asking, asking. He saw Sayyidina Ali. He said to take him to Prophet. Prophet died, left dunya already. So he looked at Sayyidina Ali and he said, Ya Ali, I came all the way from Sham to Medina to see Muhammad. He didn't say prophet yet. And I found him dead. Can you get for me from his clothes a dress that I will smell it? To smell the perfume of the body of Prophet. A Jewish man who script the name of Prophet from the Taurat, the leather, coming to smell the smell of the body of Prophet. And we even we don't, we do salawat one time a day or two times or five times in our prayer and we forget to continue salawat on Prophet So what he did, Sayyidina Ali, out of love, brought him the cloth of Prophet, he took it and was smelling, smelling and smelling, and smelling, not stopping, out of love to Prophet What kind of smell Allah gave him in his nose, we don't know. That make him so in love, in ashk, toward Prophet He raised his hand, he said, Ya Rabbi, I'm becoming Muslim. And I say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Wa anna Muhammad, he pointed to the grave of Prophet. 
Rasulullah. And he said, Ya Rabbi, if you accepted my Islam, I don't want to be away from my beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Take my soul by the grave. At that moment, he died. Sayyidina Ali took him, washed him, covered him, prayed on him, put him in a grave, and prayed on him. When you approaching Allah and His Prophet, as Prophet said in the Holy Hadith, if you approach Allah one hand, Allah approach you one arm. If you come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala walking, He come to you running. So, our duty is to approach. We know we struggle. Allah is not saying that you don't struggle. Struggle. One day, like a, a child, walking, early walking, he falls, and then his parents picking him up. You fall in the way of Allah, you are going to fall. But Allah knows you are. That's why he said, ask forgiveness, I forgive you. I said, repentance, I forgive you. So, our duty is to keep walking. We fall, we stand, we fall, we stand up, we fall, we stand up. Our duty is to walk and to direct ourselves toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to go left, not to go right. Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam ala rasulina afdalu salatu wa salam he likes to go anbiyaullah they like to go in in to to go in seeking the nature go in the nature and meditating in in their in their walking thinking about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ma'rifatullah they they feel the nearness to the divine presence so they go in journey one time Sayyidina Musa going in a journey in the desert reaching Tur Sinai where he goes on top of Tur Sinai to uh, to speak with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he was Kalimullah the only one that he was able to speak directly with no with no intermediary was going and at the bottom of the mountain he heard a voice coming from the mountain we cannot understand the sound what kind of voice what is saying he approach and approach and approach and the voice was clearer and clearer and clearer in the cave and then and begin to hear someone reciting Alhamdulillah alladhi faddalani ala kathirin mimman khalaqa tafdila Praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he had preferred me favored me over many of his creation 
and he is repeating and repeating. So he entered, he saw a cave, and there was sound coming from the cave. He put his head, and he saw one man in sajda, reciting that. Alhamdulillahilladhi faddalani ala kathirin mimman khalaqa tafdila. If we read this every day three times, Allah open, take away all your difficulties, and open for you heavens for you. Dunya and Alhamdulillah, الذي فضلني على كثير ممن خلق تفضيلا. He looked. He saw the man in sajda and reciting. Then suddenly, he raised his head from sajda and was sitting on his back. He looked at him. Has no arms. No arms shoulder no legs from his uh, hip down no legs no arms no legs yes. he looked at the man and he said he was surprised he wanted to say something he was astonished he cannot say anything and at that moment he saw a deer coming to the near to the man, open uh, from him to suck the milk, open his legs and uh, making sure that approaching the mouth of the man, the man was sucking the milk of the deer. That was his food. And Sayyidina Musa was surprised. And he said to the man, I understand that the deer is giving you food. I can digest that. But to say, Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah that he has preferred me over many, I cannot digest it. No arms, no legs. How he preferred you over many? It doesn't click in my mind, in the mind of Sayyidina Musa, it doesn't click. Because he was mostly only take by external things, what makes sense to the mind. There are things that doesn't make sense to the mind. It is, was not in the Sharia of Musa. Sharia of Musa was only one, two, three, four, like bullet points, discipline, ten commandments. In Sharia Sayyidina Isa is spirituality. Al-Akhlaq al-Hamida, the good manners. In Islam is all Sharia and good manners. Makamul Ihsan. So he said, Sayyidina Musa, I cannot digest it. I cannot accept understand it. He said, Ya Musa. I am thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he preferred me over many. He said, how he preferred you? He said, he made me Muslim. <laughs> to accept you and to accept him. That is enough for me. That I am a Muslim. So, alhamdulillah, 
Allah created us Muslims not only with hands, with arms and legs, but with wealth and health, with everything. So our duty is to be carrying the flag of da'wah to show the greatness of Islam, to show the love to Prophet and to other prophets, and to build our homes first. We have to build our differences as Muslims. Now Muslims, they build differences with non-Muslim, but they don't build the differences between themselves. We are being separated into many different groups. They don't look after how to bring these groups together. They only look at interface, which is good, but also you look internal interface. Internal auditing. Before uh, income tax comes to audit, you do internal audit. Then you go for international audit. We are not yet into international. Even our internal audit, we are not auditing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and bless us and support us. And we say shukran lillah. Shukran ya Rabbi. Hurmat al-Habib, hurmat al-Fatiha. Alhamdulillah, hamdal kamilin, as-salatu wassalamu ala ashraf al-mursalin, sayyidina wa nabiyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbana taqabbal minna wa afu anna wa khfirlana wa arhamna wa ahdina ila al-haqqi wa ila tariqin mustaqim. Wa ansurna ala al-qawm al-mursidin. Allahumma aslih sha'nana wa sha'na al-muslimin. Allahumma ashfina wa ashfi mardana wa marda al-muslimin. Wa aafina wa aafi mardana wa marda al-muslimin. اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتبدي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك على الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أكثر غايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتح You heard what Tahir was telling me about that uh, asteroid? Mm. Yeah, 1,000 people? Yes. What happened?
Well, it's an asteroid which came too near, exploded with the force of a nuclear bomb. And the splinters came and hit various places in the villages in Siberia. And many people were hurt. So the people said, like, the sky is falling on top of us. Really, really bad. 30,000 miles per hour. 30,000 miles per hour. 30,000 miles per hour is a huge light. That when it was with energy. And what happened to it? Where it went? Over to Earth? It went to the size of us. No, it broke. It broke into pieces. And the pieces landed in various places. And the explosion itself was so bad that so many windows of all the villages were all broken. So many people hurt in the process. The astronomers say that it's uh, it's an event which we have not seen anything like this before. But the amazing thing was that there was another meteor, also very large, which was even closer but did not explode, just went through. And they're saying just a matter of time that one of them will hit. Yeah. That is a sign yes. from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be careful. They didn't detect this one. Huh? They didn't detect this one. They didn't. No. The other one or the first one? The first one. The first one. They're able to detect about within a certain sphere which can harm us about 80%. The others they, they don't detect. So say a big one they did not detect, like a bus size. Shea was saying, like a bus size. Exploded. In the atmosphere. But even though, yeah. Thirty miles. No, thirty miles. Thirty miles. Actually, when when it enters the Earth, as you know, the the friction of the atmosphere began to affect it, and very luckily, that was so loud, you know, high the friction that it exploded. Because if it hadn't, it penetrated then. I didn't penetrate on. No, no, it just broke into pieces and pieces then. So Lucky. how you can explain this to NASA? I don't know. They, they say exploded. There was a big, made a big sonic boom, and there was a shock wave of a sonic boom that broke windows. Normally, it's never this has happened before, but they say they say but it's never over a populated area. Never. <laughs> Siberia hundred years ago there was another one that same place. No, in, in uh, eastern Siberia. This was western like on the Ural, Ural Mountains in Kazakhstan. Uh, yeah, south, south of the of the Ural Mountains. The lucky thing was that it actually exploded. If it, that it actually exploded if it had not and had penetrated and come and hit the earth. That impact would have been 
You said like atomic bomb. Yeah, the explosion was like an atomic bomb and it's a 30 miles out. Heats up because of the friction with the air. Heats up. Lucky it, it heated up and exploded. Yeah. And two times, why two times over Siberia? She's still sick or? Sarah's sick now. Uh, Sarah's sick. Both of them. No problem. We are coming to see you, we are not coming to eat. <laughs> Food is everywhere, but to see you is not everywhere.
وذو عطف وكم من كربة تنفي بأهل Jesus. <laughs> 
They see many when there is one. These ears hear confusion. Then there's two when there was one. Ho, ho, ho. His religion is love If we don't love one another We're not religious enough oh, 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 oh. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, Behold, I'm not a 
رسول الله كما في الميب هجاء كنا رايا رسول الله كما في الميب هجاء كنا رايا رسول الله يا حبيب الله وكارو يا رسول الله وكارو يا حبيب الله صلى الله على الحبيب food ready they can eat if not ready he can continue <laughs> ready let the guest first